The strategies and concepts discussed are for educational purposes only and do not represent specific investment tax or estate planning advice. Investing carries an inherent element of risk and is in everyone's best interest to consult a tax, legal, or investment professional. John Cindia is an investment advisor representative of and advisory services are offered through USA Financial Services Corp. Member FINRA SIPC, a registered investment advisor. Life Stages Advisory, Dean and Remington are not affiliated with USA Financial Securities. <laughs> Welcome to the 24th episode of WTF, Wealth, Taxes, and Finance. I'm your host, John Cindia, Certified Public Accountant, Personal Financial Specialist. And yes, we're having fun already in here. <laughs> Remington's back in. Hello. And <laughs> we're going to dig a little deeper into our, uh, from our last podcast and uh, video. We're going to talk a little bit more about uh, safety online and skimming, uh, like with credit cards and how to be safe when you're buying something online. Everybody's doing things with eBay and Amazon and all this stuff. So what we want to do is uh, see how we can be a little bit more secure in any of the purchases or transfers that you're doing. And uh, Remington, why don't you tell us a little bit more about that uh, uh, specifics on the skimming in that? Yeah, so essentially the skimming uh, scams are when people put the little card readers over top of, like if you go to the gas station and you're trying to pay for gas, or if you, even if you go inside, there's footage of people putting little like shell covers over top of the original card readers. Okay. So that way, once you swipe your card, or if you put your chip in or you... Uh, you're at the gas station pump, like I said, and you put the card in even for a second, it can take all the information off of that card. And that could be anything from just like the card number to your, your address, your phone number. I think even like your, your email can be synced on there. Um, uh, your, like, like I said, phone number, the email, the address, card number, all that sensitive information you'd hate to lose. Okay. They can just take that in an instant. So that could be anything that I'm using that. So it could be at an ATM. So there's uh, portable ATMs that yeah. are in gas stations or hotels. Same thing then, right? Yeah. It's, it's a little like shell, like a little hard plastic cover that they just okay. slide right over top of it that lets you also conduct the transaction like you're supposed to. Right. But it takes that information. The scary part is they have some of them that have the uh, keypad like covers too, so it can track your your pin number, anything you're putting into it. Okay. So I mean, if they get the card number, that's pretty bad. But if they get the pin number to that, that's that's just horrible to okay. just lose everything. Yeah. Now, does that help that with the new credit cards that has the uh, chip in it? Does that help at all? Or yeah, the uh, the chips have more uh, of like an encryption to them. They're not easy to kind of replicate because okay. sometimes what people do is they'll take the swipe that you're doing mm -hmm. and they'll run that through their their programs that they have and they'll duplicate it and they'll make an exact copy of your card. Okay. But the chips are a lot harder to kind of copy. Like I said, they're more encrypted. Some of them have the chip and the pin combination as well. So it's that extra layer, like the double, the multi-step uh, factor. Authentication. Yeah, yeah, yeah. authentication yeah. on there, yeah. Okay. Well, that's that's cool. Now, what about uh, if, if we're purchasing something online? How can we protect ourselves that way? And what... 
you know, there's, uh, you've got your credit cards. You could use a debit card as credit or debit. Uh, you've got uh, PayPal. You've got Apple Pay, all these different things. And I'm just starting now to get used to PayPal uh, transferring some money once in a while. Uh, but what, uh, what protections do I have with that? And is, is that a good way to uh, help protect myself? Well, I, I think if we go back to what Dean said in one of the previous episodes, the just being alert and being aware okay. of where you're shopping online is crucial. Because if you're on Amazon and you look up in the top left of the, uh, the URL, mm-hmm. it's going to have that little lock mm-hmm. on there to show, hey, this is a secure website. Um, your your information is going to be hopefully secure with okay. this. It, it's better than not having that on there. But if you're on uh, just some random guy's uh, website where he's selling fireworks, uh, anything that you can think of on there, um, and it doesn't have that, you probably don't want to put your private information in there because then that guy's just going to have access to it. Anybody could also be on that website too, just kind of, poking around and they see, oh, this guy just bought all this stuff. I can see his information. Now I have it. So then is that HTTPS that's up there, does that relate to the lock also in the same type of uh, yeah, security? Yeah, so the uh, the HTTP versus HTTPS, the S on there is for secure. So okay. if you're on a website and you have that, it's going to have the lock and you're going to know I'm relatively safe browsing on here, shopping. Okay. But if it doesn't have that, won't have a lock, you probably want to be very cautious about not even just like shopping, but just what information you're putting in there. Okay. Like obviously don't put your email in for the newsletter if it's not a secure thing and that's probably going to get sold all over the place. Right, right. Okay. What else um, would be beneficial, I guess, for the listeners out there um, to just you know, one or two or three different things to say, okay, don't ever do this. Obviously, you have to be vigilant. Um, uh, Dean had mentioned before in something else uh, in one of the other episodes about uh, somebody looking over your shoulder when you're in like uh, a Panera or a Starbucks. I guess that would be the same thing at some of the ATMs, right? I mean, yeah. you have to just be aware of what's going on, even if there's not a skimmer there. Uh, right. Just people doing things. I mean, there's just all kinds of, I guess, things that you don't think of that you just need to be aware of, I guess, right? Yeah, and typically when, like, you're at an ATM, you're punching in your pin, what I what I do is I just do a quick look around, make sure there isn't somebody, like you said, standing over my shoulder mm-hmm. waiting to see what my, my pin is. But you can, there's a whole lot of things you can do, too, where if you're at an ATM or you're at the gas station, just give whatever you're about to put your card in a quick little wiggle. Obviously, don't break the machinery or anything like that. Just if it pops off, report that, and you're going to know this was going to probably try and steal my info. And then if you're if you're online trying to do some shopping and you, you have to buy something and it's not from a secure site, mm-hmm. there's a handful of places that offer like burner credit cards mm-hmm. where you can set it up to have a $10 limit. It's kind of like a prepaid card. Okay. And you can set up a price limit. Maybe it's someone that you're going to have to do a lot of business with, but they don't have a secure site, like a client or a customer. You can lock it to a specific vendor. Okay. So that way, if you only want person A to be able to charge all your stuff to it, they can only use it. And if somebody were to come in and try and take that, 
They wouldn't be able to. And even if the vendor was like, oh, I'm going to use John's card, go buy some lunch today, wouldn't be able to do that. Okay. And yeah, it's... Do, it's. Do they put transaction limits on those two that maybe I only want uh, them to spend $25 each time? So that would yeah. be a, an additional... You can set it up to have a transaction limit that you can... Like once fifty dollars is spent, you have to approve the next set of uh, okay. transactions, or you can make it a one-time use, where you maybe you don't think you're going to have to be on the site ever again to buy okay. things. You set it for the exact limit, one-time use. That card number is essentially pointless after it's uh, been used for the transaction. Okay, so I guess uh, to wrap it up, just uh, to be safe out there, be aware of what you're doing. Uh, listen to Dean and Rem as far as their suggestions. Uh, just don't, uh, don't do anything foolish, I guess, when you're out there, uh, utilizing the cards and, uh, try and be as, uh, safe as you can get the new chips. If you don't have those in, in the debit cards or credit cards and, uh, use, uh, use common sense, Yeah, <laughs> I guess, you know, that's, that's pretty tough to find these days, I guess, you know, from that standpoint. So, uh, thanks again, Rem. Yeah. Um, Dean's behind the camera again. Hi, Dean. Can't see him. He's waving. <laughs> and uh, we want to thank everybody for listening again. Uh, hope this has uh, been helpful for everybody. Like us. Love us. Send some love, whatever you have out there. And uh, we'll uh, see you next time. Thanks a lot.